Well, good morning, TLC family. This is Aaron, just with your daily update. Just kind of thought I'd throw something out there for you guys. Um, hope you're doing well. Hope you have enough toilet paper. And, um, you know, it, it's kind of interesting. I <clears throat> had to go to the store after I, you know, worked this morning. And I ran to Aldi's to pick up a few things. And I knew going there, I was like, oh, great. And it wasn't as bad as I thought. But it was just crazy to see people just, you know, going and carrying, like, tons of, like, meats and, and and stuff out and, you know, loading their baskets. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And, it, and it's really interesting with this whole thing with the coronavirus and everything. Um, you really get to begin to see what people really believe. And how it's interesting that, you know, especially here in America, I mean, we're supposed to have freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, um, you know, freedom of the press, all this stuff. And just because somebody in power says, oh, you can't meet anymore, you you can't meet at these stores, you can't, your kids can't go to school, they can't, and they put hundreds and thousands of people out of work and they just have the right just to with signing of a pin they can affect everyone's life and nobody's in an uproar about this this is kind of crazy it's like we're Americans and we have freedom supposedly here and now we're telling somebody that and I went to get a coffee after work and went to the, you know I went to the club worked out <clears throat> excuse me and then I um and no one's at the club, and I'm just like, oh, whatever. And then now they're saying, yeah, they're going to close down all the clubs because, you know, social distancing and these this word, social distancing, distance, distance, uh, di- I can't even say it. <laughs> I can't even say it's a dumb word. Social distancing, uh, I still didn't say it right. But now they've in, they've invented a new word. They put it into our vocabulary, and now everyone's abiding by it. Nobody's questioning this. And I had to go on the, to the DMV yesterday to update my license, and they had a sign saying, "Please stand six feet away from the closest person." Six feet, and you're just like, "Oh my gosh!" And then I was delivering a package, and the guy, I was like, hey, can you sign for this? No, no, I'm not touching that. I don't want the virus. I'm like, dude, I don't have the virus. I was like, whatever. And then he ran away from me in the warehouse. I was just like, okay, wow. But what comes down to is that people are just letting somebody tell them what to do. And they're not even thinking. They're not even voicing. You know, we see people on social media going, who has the, you, you have the right to tell me what to do? And it just kind of shows how people have stopped thinking. We've stopped thinking. We let somebody else think for us. We let somebody else make our decisions for us. And we've been so (laughs) controlled by the political process that none of us think anymore. We're told to do something and then we just do it. Don't question it. Because if you question something, then you're a bad person. And it's just crazy how people just fall in line. And, you know, I had one friend say this, and they, you know, and I know maybe you know some people who have coronavirus. Do you know anybody in your circle of friends, anybody in your workplace, anybody in your neighborhood, anybody in your social network that has come down with the coronavirus? That's, do you know anybody? I mean, 
most people I had talked to one friend and she said well I have a friend of a friend that knows somebody I'm like yeah so who I don't know and I'm not saying that the virus isn't deadly or any of that stuff I'm not saying that but what I'm saying is that people have lost the ability to think for themselves and the ability to question and so people are just falling in line and and, and, and doing these things and told where they can go, where they can't go. And this is America. This is, you know, we have freedoms here. But now we're giving up our freedoms in the name of, quote unquote, safety. <clears throat> Just interesting little comment before I get into the message today. But, you know, I just thought about that. See, and this is why we're, we've been talking the past couple of weeks about acknowledging Jesus in acknowledging him as your Lord and Savior, and not the government, and not the governor, and not your boss. Um, but Jesus is our Lord and Savior. He is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And we listen to him. We follow him. And so what happens is that when we don't begin to acknowledge him, and, and he begins to transform us and change us, he wants you to have an opinion. He wants you to think. He wants you to question. I mean, there's a story in the Old Testament um, with the children of Israel when they're in bondage in um, Egypt. And Egypt is a type of the world system. You could say worldly government. And Pharaoh was getting upset because he was, you know, the um, Israeli women were having lots of boys. And he goes, okay, we don't want these boys because eventually these boys are going to grow up and they could overthrow us. And that's always interesting. You know, at that time... The, the Israelites outnumber the Egyptians, but the Israelites, because of the slave mentality they had bought into and stopped thinking for themselves, they became enslaved by a smaller population. And you can see that it's true even in America that um, government, the government has enslaved a, a group of men and women in our Congress and in our Senate and, and judicial branch. A handful of people can tell 350 plus a million of us what to do and we have to do it and we do it and we don't question it and that's kind of like the thing with Israel they were just you know they were in this place where they were more people than and they could have revolted and overthrown the government I'm not talking about overthrowing the government I'm not saying that but they could have said no we're not going to do this you know you're going to come to terms and you're going to negotiate with us and then we're going to work out a deal but they didn't they just let themselves be slaves and then to what Pharaoh did because he was afraid he began. He went to the midwives and saying, okay, here's what you're going to do. If a boy baby is born, you're going to throw him into the Nile River. If a girl um, lives, is born, she can be fine because then we can use her as a slave. And you know, But we're going to kill all the boys. And it said this, that the, the midwives of the Israeli women, people heard that. And they went back and said, no, we're not going to do this to themselves. They said, no, we're not going to obey Pharaoh. We serve God. We serve Yahweh. We serve Jehovah. And he is law. What he says is greater than Pharaoh. So he, they didn't do it. And, and the boys kept on coming and being born. And Pharaoh called the midwives in. He goes, what? He goes, what are you doing? You were supposed to do this. I told you to do this. And they, made it, they told him, oh, yeah, what's happening is that they have the babies real quick and then they disappear. And we, can't, we don't have a chance to throw that baby in the lake. Well, they... They knew what they were saying. They were lying. 
They're going, we're not going to listen to you. We're going to follow God. It's more important for us to follow God than it is to follow you. And so my message today is that, are you listening to the Lord? What has the Lord told you? You know, it's it's interesting. What has the Lord said about this coronavirus? What has the Lord said? Um, is he your, Psalm 91, is he your protection? See, the reason why people are freaking out and doing and buying all this stuff, because they don't, they see it, they think they have to protect themselves. That's why there's a run on toilet paper. <laughs> They're protecting themselves. They're believing the fear that they're hearing on the television, in the media. They're responding to that fear. They're responding to that, uh, to those, that scary stuff. They're responding. And so as Christians, we respond to a higher calling. We respond to the voice of the Lord, to the word of God. And then we're not afraid to go out because when we go out, we are filled with the presence and the glory of God. God dwells in you. So if God dwells in you, how can sickness and disease affect you? There's a, there's a, there's a story about a, a missionary to South Africa, John G. Lake. And he talks about it. And they even did it in the, they did experiments with him where they would take the plague, the, I think it was the bubonic plague back then, and they would put it in his hand and they put his hand under the microscope and they would see, they would see the virus die. He worked among the, the infected and the sick and he never got, and that's why the doctor was like, you work around all these, you know, you pick up and help bury all these dead bodies and you never get affected by this highly contagious plague. And they asked him why, and he, and he quoted um, Romans 8, 1 and 2. He says, why? Because the law, of the, he said, there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. There's no condemnation. And he goes on to say, and the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So he's saying, because of Christ, I am free from this. Well, it's the same thing for all of us because the Holy Spirit dwells in us. We are free from a coronavirus. We're free from cancer. We're free from indigestion. We're free from whatever it is. Jesus has set us free. And because we are free, when we go forward, go out into the community, we have the ability to set other people free. But if we believe the lies, we believe all coronavirus and we're staying in our houses and we're hunkered down and we're afraid of everything. Oh, my gosh. And don't touch me. And then what's happened is that you have believed the facts. But you don't you haven't believed the truth. Because Jesus said he was the way, the truth and the life. Jesus wasn't afraid to touch the leper. The leper came to him and said, if you can, you can make me clean. And Jesus says, I will, and he touched him. Well, if Jesus touched a leper under um, the law, he was unclean for seven days. See, but he wasn't because he is the Son of God. And the Son of God now dwells in you in the person of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6, 17, that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. God dwells in you. And when you begin to acknowledge, we talked about it yesterday, Philemon 1.6, when you begin to acknowledge the good that's in you, 
God put himself in you so you would have good in you. And so when you acknowledge, you know, yeah, I might be a knucklehead, but God is in me and he is good and his goodness is greater than my knuckleheadness and he will take care of these situations that I face and he is greater than anything I face on the outside. 1 John 4, 4 says, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. These are some basic Christian scriptures that we sometimes we've forgotten because we get caught up into the media. We get caught up into fear. We get caught up into doubt. Well, I'm reminding you today, TLC family, we are children of God. God dwells in us. God's with us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. He doesn't leave. But one thing you have to do in faith, you have to acknowledge that the goodness of God is in you, that the righteousness of God is in you. You didn't earn it. You were given to it by you given to it to you were given it by grace. But now what you need to do is acknowledge what is in you. And as you begin to acknowledge that God lives in you, not only will you be transformed, but all those around you will be transformed. So today, make a choice. Will it be hunker down, stay in your house, be afraid of people, don't shake hands with people, don't go to church, don't go out, don't go places, stay six feet away from people? Or will you be the person that goes, no, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the loss and death. And so I go out to bring life and hope to those who are doubting and those who are in fear. Jesus is the light of the world, and that light is living and dwelling in you. Let your light shine. Let him shine through you. Let him make a difference to you. Let him transform you and all those around you. Just how? By acknowledging him. Lord, I acknowledge you. I acknowledge that you are the good inside of me. I acknowledge you, you're greater than coronavirus. I acknowledge that you're greater than all the fear that's swirling around. Lord, I acknowledge that your greatness will quiet all these voices and bless and restore and heal everybody. You guys have a great day. I'll be leaving a little message tomorrow. We'll talk to you soon.